Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our program. Glad to have you. Uh, glad to have you tuned. It is uh, a a warm and oh gosh, it's warm and balmy Saturday. Uh, looks like the weather's about to change a little bit though for a little while, so that's a good thing. I am glad to have you tuned this morning for the next hour. I hope you will uh, give us a call with your lawn and garden questions. 888-256-1080, the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. 888-256-1080. We have two calls ahead of you, Liz in Burleson, Michael in Alpine. I was checking the temperatures in Alpine and Fort Davis yesterday, and when it was 110 in my hometown of McKinney, the fourth uh We've, we've lived in McKinney for 46 years, and that's the fourth time it's been at 110 or greater. And uh, it was it felt like it. It was awful. And it was, uh, I think, 89 in Alpine and 82 in Fort Davis yesterday at the same time. So I don't understand why there aren't 10 million people living in either of those two cities. But uh, Michael in Alpine is saying, Neil, would you please just be quiet? Just calm it on down. We don't want them. Happy with what we have. My mom and dad lived there back in the Depression and into the, well, 1946. I was adopted in 1944, so I lived there for the first two years of my life, and I kind of wish it had been some other two years so I'd remember a little more about it, but it's a beautiful town, beautiful part of Texas in the mountains, right against the mountains, and Fort Davis right in the mountains. So anyway, I digress. If I can help you with a plant question, give us a call at 888-256-1080. This is the, uh, let's see, uh, this is the last broadcast of August, which means that typically we would think about pre-emergent weed control, and we can get into that and and talk about that. I will promise you that we will as the uh, program goes on. Uh, But since I have two calls, I want to get my first break out of the way and then get to the calls because... Uh, that uh, you you who call are very important to me. Let's go ahead and fill the other two lines, if you will. 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour, live on this Saturday morning. Some of our stations are rebroadcasting high school football from last hot night. Ugh. And uh, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, one of our three high schools in McKinney is going to be teeing the ball up at 11.30 this morning. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, my wife is on school board, and she even called to say, is there any way of changing that? Oh, no, we'll take care of the kids. Okay, whatever. That just seems so brutal to the kids and the band and the cheerleaders and and the fans and everybody who's there, everybody who has to work the game. So, And the security and the EMS people. Oh, I hope everything goes well. I'm broadcasting about a mile from there. I hope I don't hear any sirens today. So anyway, we'll get the program underway. 888-256-1080. Let's bring some rain through this beautiful state. Let's get uh, fall underway. How about that? Wouldn't that be a lot nicer? I want to tell you about an offer I have on my book that is uh, going to go for a very short while longer. I've marked the uh, price of my book down to $34.95 because I have a couple of special projects that I'm trying to to work on and get kind of taken off the uh, off the chart. Uh, one of them is the re-election campaign for my wife to the McKinney School Board back on May 6. Uh, there was a, a very strong and well-funded pack running against her, put candidates up against uh, 19 uh, of the 
uh, incumbents primarily in Collin County. Last spring, and my wife has been on school board for a good while, I just, it, it would have broken my heart to see her beaten by uh, people who really didn't have, apparently didn't have much interest in public education. My wife and I both taught in public schools, and three of our four parents did. Uh, my mom and dad taught in Alpine and then Bryan College Station area for their careers. And uh, so, and uh, my wife's parents taught in Ohio, her mom. And so I wanted to help her. And so, uh, but the, this was the most expensive campaign that Lynn has had. But she won 60% to 40%. Now we've got to pay the bills. And uh, so I'm putting my book on sale to get some cash flow to do that. And thank you to all of you who have, uh, who have bought a book to, to help us do that. The book is $34.95. It uh, is uh, list priced at $38.95 right there on the cover. So it's a pretty good sale for you, and it's a book that I think you'll find to be extremely helpful in your gardening. It has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is the 48-page calendar telling you when you do every important gardening task for every county in Texas, four pages per month. And chapters 3 through 11 are comprehensive chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked a year to put this book together. It has 840 of my photographs and 344 pages. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper and printed in Texas so that I could go to all of the press checks. I self-published it uh, so that I could have Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as my graphic designer. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll give you a full refund. 81,000 copies sold to date and not one request for a refund. I have a limited number available at this price of just $34.95, and uh, that uh, limited number is dwindling quickly. If you'd like to take advantage of it, I'll sign your copy as you buy it. You order it one of two ways. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. You need to order it either from my website or by calling my office Monday through Friday, business hours. The office number, let's get that done first, 800-752-GROW. Office is closed today, but Monday through Friday, 800 752 4769, and then the better way, because you can do it right now, is at neilsperry.com. That's uh, uh, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It seems like these days, temporary storage facilities are on every street corner, but uh, let's do a little bit of math. For what you're paying in yearly costs for that storage room, you could own your own metal storage building, and you could own it right there in your own backyard. That's with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble. They come with a bolt-together design, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. You're owning it. Their kits come in a variety of sizes and more than 30 colors from which to choose, and that adds style to your storage space. And if you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all of your options at MuellerInc.com. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. 
www.inc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. 877-268-3553. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Mueller is made in America and made to last. That's MuellerInc.com. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly. Kelly Robinson there. And again, Jared Taylor is running the boards and answering the phones. Jared is the one you'll speak to first when you call. And by the way, don't call for high school football scores. We don't have them. We don't have them. They're available online or other places, but uh, we don't have them here. So wish I could help you, but there are too many. It's a big state, folks. Uh, the uh, phone number before I go to Liz and Burleson, 888 888- Two five six ten eighty. Call right now, Liz. This is Neil. Good morning. Hi there. Good morning to you too. Thank you. I'm calling because I have an area of my landscape just off the one of the corners of my house that I need to put in either a small tree or a tree form shrub. I'm constrained in height by a power line that goes right overhead, and my first choice would be a crepe myrtle in twilight. My second choice is Texas mountain laurel. And my third is desert willow. And my main concern is my garden is located about 10 or 12 feet just to the north of where I would plant this tree. And I don't want to commit myself to digging out seeds that blow over there into the garden forever. And so I, I, I don't know how these three propagate, and I'm, I was just wondering, um, would, would any of these three cause me that trouble? If I how high are the power lines? Well, it's just a single power line um, on a wooden telephone pole. Right, but uh, power lines can be anywhere from uh, 18 or 20 feet up to 30, 30, 34 feet up or more. I'm thinking it's in the 30-foot range because um, it's not like it's my house drop line or anything like that. It's, it's, it's a power line suspended by two tall telephone poles. All right reason I ask is twilight is one of the tallest of all the crepe myrtle varieties. Yes. It's a beautiful variety. Uh, I would I would suggest to you the variety Catawba. Uh, it is uh, equally purple. Uh, hallelujah to you, and I'm going to blow the whistle on me too and say hallelujah to me. It took me a lifetime to get to where I love purple crepe myrtles. You know, you gotta you got to have some for a guy, you got to have some age to you before you appreciate purple. Ladies get it a lot faster than guys do. <laughs> purple crepe myrtles uh, go with, with any other color. They they match up so well. And uh, what people don't know is Twilight is an old variety that was developed by the Texas Nursery Company up in Sherman. And uh, it is a, it's a very dark purple. Twi- uh, 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 Catawba is uh, from the breeding program of uh, Dr. Don Egoff with the National Arboretum. It was his first. Uh, it is the one variety that he bred that, um, and, and his prime focus was to get away from powdery mildew. And his, uh, it's the first and only one that he had that uh, did not have any of the 
forgive me, uh, you're about to get a botany lesson for about 10 seconds. It <laughs> did not have any of the Lagerstromia forii uh, genes in it. It is straight Lagerstromia indica, the old-fashioned um, uh, uh, species. And um, as a result, you don't see the cinnamon-colored bark on Catawba. But if I could only have one crepe myrtle in my life, it would be Catawba crepe myrtle. That's what I have in my front flower bed. I've had it since it came out in 1967. I bought mine in 76, and I love that thing. I just And, and Twilight is the first variety that we planted in of the 40,000 that we've planted in the city of McKinney. So you have two good ones. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Catawba is shorter. It's about five or six feet shorter than Twilight is. Okay. So that would that would gain you that extra uh, uh, distance down. Lipan is another beautiful uh, uh, lighter purple. It's it is just gorgeous, and uh, we have all three of those, uh, one after the other, in a planting on El Dorado Parkway in McKinney. And when they all bloom in sequence, and you see them, you say, "That's the prettiest one I've ever seen." And then the next one blooms, and the next one, and so those are <laughs> those are three. Lipan's the hardest to find. But all of those would be great. And, and just to complete it on down, Velma's Royal Delight, if you ever want a shrub that is a, a gorgeous burgundy purple, that one's pretty. Uh, I would I would go with those. I'm, I'm not as fond of uh, Desert Willow because it's such an erratic grower. Pretty plant. Uh, it would get tall. It could get up into the power lines. And it does produce seed pods. I don't know that they would germinate and be much of a problem. The crepe myrtles will not be much of a problem in germinating. And your first plant that you mentioned was, oh, uh, Texas Mountain Laurel uh, is so slow. I, I just am not sure that uh, you're going to be really happy uh, with that one because it will take it decades to get to the size that you're hoping for. Okay. And, and uh, I'm on the other side of DFW from you, Caddy Corner in McKinney. Uh, I lost mine to cold weather, and I think you could too. We're pretty far north for Texas Mountain Laurel. Okay, well, good. I like the I like the crepe myrtles best anyway. So <laughs> well, you, you'd be you'd be, and if you go to crepemyrtletrails.org, c r a p e crepemyrtletrails.org, um, that is the website of our Crepe Myrtle Trails Foundation in McKinney, and you will see a uh, on the on the top toolbar, you'll see varieties, and you can see all of the varieties, or you can see the the best varieties by size. And uh, I did most of that website, so you know what I've just told you is kind of my kind of represented there. And you can see the colors, you can see the photos, and uh, okay, get an idea there too. So anyway, hope all that right. helped. Well, thank you very much. All right, you you got me to shut up in less than four hours. That's a that's a record. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call. You bet. All right. Let's uh, see. Let's go to Michael in Alpine. I've already bragged on Alpine a lot. Michael, thanks for calling back this week. I know we ran out of time last week, and I appreciate your calling back. How can I help? Uh, uh, Neil, I've got this backyard that um, it's about uh, 30 by 90, and it's fenced in with some cattle panels. And this, uh, what they, what they've told me it is, is some, um, pasture grass or mountain grass or whatever. And it's good. It looks good and everything. And when I mow it, it's, it looks good. But I've got all of this small weed coming out. And at first I thought it was clover. 
but it's they I was told that it's not clover that it was just a broad leaf and it's just basically taking over the the grass mm-hmm. now I know if I put some kind of a herbicide on it it's going to kill the grass too no not not probably uh, if it's uh, if if you have something that looks like clover uh, it's going to be a broadleaf plant also uh, clover and, yes. and oxalis and all the things that look like uh, look like clover are broadleaf plants and so if you get a broadleafed weed killer it's going to contain one of the things it'll contain will be 2,4-D 2,4-D does not kill grass and the other active ingredients don't kill grass either um, what kills a grass is a very different set of, of chemistry than what will kill broadleaf plants. They, they, they have different um, uh, inner parts, working mechanisms within the plants. And so what kills grasses is a different, that's, that would be Roundup and, and the Roundup uh, products, the, the, the original glyphosate products. Or it could be MSMA, although we can't get our hands on that anymore as consumers. The um, industrial people can, but the homeowners can't. All right, so that's what kills grasses, and then on the other side, you use broadleaf weed killers to kill the to kill the non-grassy uh, plants. Uh, if you get into uh, uh, Morrison, my advertiser there in Alpine, and take a sample of the weed or a, a really good photograph of the weed, they'll be able maybe to identify the weed, but they'll be able to say, "Yep, you bet, Michael, that is a broadleafed plant," and they'll show you two or three brands of broadleafed weed killers. Uh, that will uh, control it, and it won't be a problem. This late in the summer, it may be a little harder to control it because you get the best control when the weeds are growing vigorously and actively, and that's going to be later in the spring or early summer. By now, they're old and tough and harder to uh, bring under control. No, you won't have any problem at all. Okay, well, I took it. I took. I did take a sample in, and, and they told me that it was a broad leaf. Then you're going and to be it was good just shape. my, well, it was just my concern about it killing the grass because I did that once, and it killed. It, but this was years ago, and what? to try to get rid of the other weeds, and this was years ago, and it killed the grass and everything and all this stuff, and um, and then I caught all sorts of flack over that. So well, I can <laughs> imagine, I can uh, hear it already. And, well, let's let's yeah. back up. Let's back up just a little bit. I want to. I want to. I want to make sure of a couple of things. First of all, were you spraying anywhere near St. Augustine at that time? Well, I don't know if it's St. Augustine. It's just this, like I said before, it's just this mountain grass no, that talking, uh, talking about came before. out on a... I'm talking about before, before when you killed the grass. No, it's a, it was the same thing. Same thing, okay. Because St. Yeah. Augustine is kind of tender, and if you if you use a broadleafed weed killer... Any, on on St. Augustine to kill, let me just call it clover. We don't know what it is. I haven't seen it. Yeah. But we'll just call it clover. If you, if you have clover in St. Augustine and you spray when it's 90 degrees, you might damage the St. Augustine. It's a little bit tender uh, in hot weather. You can do the same spray at 70 degrees and not damage the St. Augustine. You're not going to damage your, your other grasses. If you have Bermuda, if you have buffalo grass, I don't know what mountain grass is. That, that name doesn't, uh, doesn't ring familiar to me. But whatever the other grass would be, likelihood of it doing any damage to that would be almost zero. 
check the label, tell them, show them your, your good grass that you don't want to damage and say, I want to kill this bad weed over here. I don't want to kill this grass. And, yeah. and they will be, they will be able to show you a product that will target and help you the way you need to have the help. Okay. Because I look at the grass sometimes and it's, and it's growing when it's growing right before mowing and there are patches of it. I, there's three different colors of it. I think there's three different types of grass growing there. And like I said, it, you know, it came in, it all came in by itself. Sure. And well, so, um, the, the way so that the broadleaf, the way that the broadleaf weed killers work is they go after tissues, uh, internal tissues of broadleaf plants that grasses don't have. And, and, they cause the broadleaf plants to, my, my dad was a herbicide specialist with A&M. In fact, we came to Alpine to work out at Paisano Pass and several other places on bitterweed and some other things when I was a kid. And, and he said, Neil, what they do is they, they cause the weeds to grow to death, to grow themselves to death. They're growth hormones. And, and okay. so, so if you, if you have a grass, they don't have those tissues. They they don't react the same way to a broadleaf weed killer. So you'll be fine with those. Now there are people who say, "Well, I think I have, uh, I think I have a grass." And when they show the picture to me, the thing has beautiful flowers on it. Well, no, grasses don't have beautiful flowers. You don't have a grass, right. obviously. And so that's that's the defining dividing line. If it has showy flowers, or if it has wide leaves, or or, or leaves that have veins that go out like a, a feather uh, where it goes out to the sides, uh, then, then you have a broadleaf plant, a broadleafed weed. Uh, grasses have parallel veins. And uh, so those are, those are ways you can tell. But the people at, at Morrison's, and folks, please understand, um, Alpine is, is a comparatively small town, and Morrison's is a mega store there to the city. They have everything, and they're wonderful people, and that's why in this one case I will send people directly to my advertiser. They've advertised on my program for all of the time I've been there for decades, and I know that, that Michael will be helped there. I've been in that store many times. It's an incredible store, and I know that he'll be helped properly there. That's what I'm going to suggest, okay. Michael. Okay. Well, uh, like uh, one of those bottles that you hook up to a hose, I'd use I'd use a That'd tank be. sprayer. I'd buy a two gallon tank sprayer or a one gallon tank sprayer because it puts out a better spray. It puts out a finer spray, which will coat the leaves better for you. Uh huh. And just to mix it, mix yeah, it come mix with it. the liquid, mix it with whatever. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. And I'd take a sharpie and I would mark on that sprayer: use only for weed killer. Don't put any insecticide okay. in it later and use it for that because it's kind of hard to rinse them out. Okay. All righty. Well, thanks a lot, Neil, and uh, you're you've been a big help. I want to come out to Alpine again. I love Alpine. It's a beautiful town. Well, well, get over here. Maybe I'll get an autograph if I see you. I'd love it. Take care. <laughs> Have a good day. See, see okay. you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That is uh, just it's just a neat town. My first time I took my wife there, she said, oh, my goodness, your mom and dad were a long ways away from anything. And then we went down to Big Bend Park and back through uh, uh, Presidio and back to Alpine. And she said, it looks pretty nice here. This is nice. And the people could not be nicer. Let me tell you about Fertile. Oh, let me give you the phone number right now. 
uh, 888-256-1080. Need some calls right now. Give me a call, won't you? Uh, Bryan College Station, give me a call. Love to hear from you. Uh, that's my other hometown and uh, anywhere else around. We'd love to hear from you. 888-256-1080. Fertile Ohm High Yield Bug Blaster Granules for Chinch Bug Control. So hot, lots of chinch bugs out there. If you have St. Augustine, chances are great that you have irregular patches of dead and dying brown grass. That's due to chinch bugs. They suck the fluids right out of the grass, leaving it dry as you, as if you had never watered it. Now you irrigate one night, it still looks dry the next morning, and that's chinch bugs. That is the telltale indication you have chinch bugs. They always show up in the hottest, sunniest parts of your yard first, and they can kill big parts of your yard in a hurry. I've seen entire lawns wiped out by chinch bugs in two weeks. People go away for vacation, come back, and they have no lawn. Now that's bad. Treatment is easy with high-yield Bug Blaster granules. Bug Blaster is a broad-spectrum granular insecticide designed to kill chinch bugs and other lawn insects. For best results, treat the entire lawn. Simply apply high-yield Bug Blaster with a spreader. Water the granules in. Get three months of chinch bug and other insect control. Remember, all Fertilome and high-yield products, including high-yield Bug Blaster, can only be found in independently-owned garden centers, hardware stores, and feed stores. High-yield Bug Blaster granules for chinch bug control. High-yield is a partner to Fertilome, and they're made right here in Texas in the Bonham area and shipped all across the state, and you'll find them at independent nurseries, hardware stores, and feed stores. High-yield bug blaster granules for chinch bug control. More after these messages. All right, Kelly, thank you. Let me give you that number again. It doesn't hurt to advertise it twice. We could use the calls. 888-256-1080. All right, and we go to Stacy in Victoria. Stacy, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Did you get much of the storm this week? No, not not much. <laughs> not enough, anyway. Oh, that's too bad. Well, how can I help you? I have what I believe is gallon soga popping up all over my yard, and I want to know from all my research online hasn't provided anything that will kill it without killing my St. Augustine as well. Do you have any suggestions? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, it's also described as um, hairy soldier or valent soldier from what I've seen online. Spelled G-A-L-I-N-S-O-G-A. It looks like a broadleaf. It has tiny little white or yellow flowers on top. It produces, from what they say, millions of seeds um, and reproduces quite frequently. Sounds like it. <laughs> And how are you coming up with that name? Um, just from looking at pictures online um, that look similar to the weed that's coming up. Okay. says it's in the Aster family in Colombia. That's a good start. In Europe, Asia, and Africa. Yes, I've seen it. says that it's actually used as an herb in South America, I believe. And I could be totally wrong. It could be totally different, but that's the best picture that I could find that matches what I've got. Well, and your concern is how to get rid of it? 
Yes. Okay. Um, you know, rather than chase Internet, uh, this is kind of like... Uh, why am I feeling bad? And you look that up online and you're going to, you know, you don't know if it's a hangnail or a, a wart and you're going to die. Um, right. So it's, I'm not even going to look anymore because uh, uh, we have so many weeds and the, I've already heard what I need to hear. It's kind of a, akin to what uh, Michael was talking about with his, uh, with his weeds in his yard. Uh, when, when people ask me about weeds, uh, I, I break things into three pairs of questions, and then you can get the right weed killer. Bear with me on this. Um, sure. The questions that I always ask if I'm trying to find the right weed killer for somebody, and, and some of these are not going to apply, so just bear with me. Number one, is it an annual or is it a perennial weed? Does it come up from seed each year or does it come back from its roots? So you answer that one first. Uh, the second one is... Do you see it primarily in the summer, or does it come up in the late winter, and then you see it in the spring, and then it dies away? And that's if it's an annual weed. So that's the second pair of questions. And the third, which actually is, is normally the first weed, uh, question I would ask, is, is it, an, is it a grass, or is it something else? And this one is something else, obviously, looking at the pictures I just looked at when I did a quick search on it. It's a broadleaf plant. You either have grasses or you have broadleaf plants. The exception to to that one would be nutsedge, which looks like a grass, but is yet another category of weeds altogether. But but I'm going to rule those out. So is it a grass or is it a broadleaf weed? So so we're going to say, all right, it is a broadleaf weed. We have that one answered. My next question is, does this come up from seed every year or does it come back from roots? I'd say seeds. All right, so it dies. When it freezes, it's going to be gone. There's not going to be any root to come back the next year, like poison ivy would come back, for example. Right. All right. Um, and obviously you're seeing it in the in the hot weather, not in the cold weather. So so it's a warm season, annual broadleaf weed. That that makes it very easy for us to get rid of it. Um, he, he said, he promised. <laughs> so, uh, generally, with, with that group of weeds, the best way to eliminate them is to take, I, and I'm going to help you with, with a weed killer recommendation in a moment, but the best way to eliminate them is to give maximum care to your permanent lawn because if your lawn is vigorous, it should crowd out the weeds by uh, having such a dense turf that those little seeds won't germinate. So that's something to keep in the back of your mind. Take the, the maximum care that you can. Fertilize, uh, water, and mow at the recommended height. Don't raise the mower too high because that's when the weeds will start to, to develop. Uh, a broadleafed weed killer spray with 2,4-D in it will eliminate those weeds. It's best to do it when they're small and just get it getting started growing. So that's going to be mm-hmm. earlier in the season. That's 2,4-D. Sometimes you can, yeah, sometimes you can find two, four, there's a comma in there, two, four, and then a hyphen, D. That's a shortening of a very long chemical term. Um, sometimes you can find that product by itself, just two, four, D. Other times, most times, you will find it mixed with two other weed killers and called Trimec. Um, I would, I would try to find it just by itself. The advertiser that is on this program uh, is uh, Fertilome, and, and uh, 
uh, high yield, and they have a 2,4-D only uh, product. The reason I like that is it is not active in the soil. It's only on contact with the weed. So you have that advantage. It's not quite as effective, but it is only on contact. You, you don't have to worry about going into the soil and, and getting into the root systems of, of trees. Um, so that's the second way. And, and uh, uh, the third way is a pre-emergent weed killer, and I don't think you need to go to that expense. That's a much more expensive way to get rid of it. So that's, okay. that's your long answer with a very thorough explanation of why I got there. <laughs> Okay, so 2,4-D is going to be safe for my St. Augustine and safe for all of my oak trees. It will be safe for the St. Augustine. There are provisos on both of those. It will be safe for the St. Augustine as long as you do it uh, in the evening and as long as you do it when the temperature preferably is uh, in the 80s or lower. You don't want to do it. So not now. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to do it in the sun um, when the temperature is above 85 or so. Uh, if it's if it's summertime and you see the weed, I would certainly do it early in the morning or very late in the evening. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you're always you're always you're always wise you're always wise to treat a small area and see how you like the results. Maybe an area five by five feet and see how you like the results. Give it okay. five days, and then if it works well for you there, then you can do the whole area, the whole yard. Uh, the oak trees will be fine if you have the 2,4-D product. If you have a product containing Trimec, which has the other two active ingredients, I would definitely use a pump sprayer instead of a hose-end mm-hmm. sprayer. Hose-end sprayers okay. use so much more active ingredient. And I would use a pump sprayer with a little tank and, and be very precise on where you spray. Put it just onto the, onto the, uh, the weed. And you okay. should be fine. That All is right. my most thorough answer of the month. Well, I will give it a shot and hope that it works, and I'll trust that it will. Atta girl. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Great. Thank you so much. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Line is open, 888-256-1080. Call right now, 888-256-1080. So my book is on sale at thirty-four ninety-five for a very short time more. It's 11 chapters covering lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit, and vegetables. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar telling you when to do every task in your lawn, landscape, garden, the whole thing, when to uh, plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants, four pages per month. This is a hardback with 344 pages, 840 of my photos. It was printed in San Antonio. Your satisfaction is fully guaranteed, 81,000 copies sold. Uh, I'll give you a full refund if you're unhappy with the book for any reason. No one has ever asked for a refund out of those 81,000 copies. I sign your copy as you buy it. The $34.95 per copy is I'm trying to help my wife pay off her campaign bills from May 6th, her re-election to the McKinney ISD School Board. I don't know if you're aware, but there is a strong push to defund public education in Texas as uh, private schools are being uh, pushed, pushed, pushed. You're hearing it in the legislature. You're hearing it uh, all the way through. And uh, my wife is a staunch supporter of public education. I am as well. Our parents taught. We taught. And uh, she wanted to run one more time. She's in her 40th year on the McKinney. We think she's the tenured member 
of the school boards in the state of Texas, of all the board members. And she wants to make sure that all of her hard work for all those 40 years, this is not about politics, folks, and uh, she wants to <clears throat> keep up the good work. She's done a lot of great things for McKinney and for the state of Texas. She has served on the Texas Association of School Boards board. So uh, we're trying to pay those bills, and the book is being pledged toward that effort. If you'd like to order the book, uh, Satisfaction Guaranteed, you can do so at neilsperry.com or by calling my office Monday through Friday, uh, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is at neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y, Dot com. Thank you, Kelly. Normally, I would tell you that between now and Labor Day, in the next eight or ten days, you need to be putting out your pre-emergent weed killers. We're going to talk about that more next week because that'll be the prime time to apply them uh, because of all the heat and the drought. It's all moved back by a week. But uh, just, uh, uh, just make sure you get them put out for the winter grassy weeds. But you don't have to do it this weekend. It's still too hot and too dry. They're not going to be germinating right now. So we can pick up on that a little bit if I have time at the end of the program today. But just uh, I haven't forgotten that. Neil Sperry's eGardens is my electronic newsletter. Five stories each week. One of them is a featured plant of the week. One of them is gardening this weekend where I point out things that need to be uh, talked about for that weekend, uh, things you need to do. I have a story coming up on pre-emergent weed killers in the next issue of eGardens next Thursday. And you'll find other features in it as well as my Q&A section. We've greatly expanded that. It's free and always will be. I'll never give or sell your email address to anyone, nor will I ever spam you. If you'd like to see what it looks like, go to neilsperry.com and click on the eGardens tab. I think you'll find it to be something that you want to be a part of. We have 80-some thousand people signed up for it, and I've been doing it 19 and a half years now. Neil Sperry's eGardens. Go to neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. The 1930s were difficult times for America. Our country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. And it was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now here we are 90 years later, and the Mueller name is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and to protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we're accustomed to in Texas. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than conventional roofs. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-3553, or stop by one of their 36 locations. Mueller, made in America and made to last, MuellerInc.com. More after this message. All right, Kelly, thank you very much. All right, Jared, what do we have, about a minute now? Okay, a little less. All right. Uh, let me uh, give you the quick then on the uh, on the pre-emergence. Use granules of either Bayland, Dimension, or uh, Holtz and apply them for the uh, controlled prevention 
of rescue grass, rye grass, and annual bluegrass. These are safe on any kind of lawn. They're safe on trees and shrubs. The only exception would be if you have a brand new lawn that has not been through its first winter. I would uh, be reluctant to put the uh, granules out there. If it was planted way back in uh, early, early spring, uh, you'd probably be okay there. But these need to be applied before the weeds start to germinate. That means probably by the 10th of September, somewhere in there, especially in the northern parts of Texas where it's been cool, and then water the granules in thoroughly. We'll talk more about it next week. I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll be here live as normal during the Labor Day weekend. Have a great one, folks. Thanks for listening. Jared Taylor, good job. Happy gardening.